turn with me to 1 Samuel chapter 1. 1 Samuel chapter 1 and verse 1. The scripture tells us that Hezekiah was desperate. He was hemmed in by the Assyrians and he had heard the curses of the Assyrian representatives against God. He had heard their threats and he took the scroll and he rolled it out in front of the presence of the Lord, and he said, Lord, hear the words that your enemies have spoken against you. And he began to intercede and pray for deliverance, and God brought deliverance and sent an angel. And in one night, 180,000 Assyrian troops were struck down and destroyed, and Israel was delivered. Uh, That's the power of prayer and how... We can overcome through prayer. Uh, We all need to take our troubles and our difficulties to God in prayer. Hannah is a good example of this. As a matter of fact, uh, the longest prayer recorded I read somewhere in the Old Testament uh, is this prayer here by Hannah. And uh, what a prayer it is as she prays to God. And we're not going to get into the meat of the prayer tonight. But uh, we are going to talk about the difficulties that she was facing and how she overcome these things through prayer. And so uh, the, uh, we also need to overcome and persist in prayer in those times of difficulty. The title of my message is Overcoming Through Prayer. Um, so look with me at verse 1 of 1 Samuel 1. It says, There was a man from Ramothiam Zophim, In the hill country of Ephraim, his name was Elkanah, son of Jeroham, son of Elihu, son of Tohu, son of Zuth, an Ephraimite. He had two wives, the first named Hannah, the second Penina. Penina had children, but Hannah was childless. This man would go up from his town every year to worship and to sacrifice to the Lord of armies at Shiloh where Eli's two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, were the Lord's priests. Whenever Elkanah offered a sacrifice, he always gave portions of the meat to his wife, Penina, and to each of her sons and daughters. But he gave a double portion to Hannah, for he loved her even though the Lord had kept her from conceiving. A rival would taunt her severely just to provoke her, because the Lord had kept Hannah from conceiving. Year after year, when she went up to the Lord's house, her rival taunted her in this way. Hannah would weep and would not eat. Hannah, why are you crying, her husband Elkanah would ask. Why won't you eat? Why are you troubled? Am I not better to you than ten sons? On one occasion, Hannah got up after they ate and drank in Shiloh, and the priest Eli was sitting on a chair by the doorpost of the Lord's temple. Deeply hurt, Hannah prayed to the Lord and wept with many tears. Overcoming through prayer. So um, what can God overcome as we pray? First thing I want you to see is he can overcome our personal problems. He can overcome our personal problems. Verse 2 says, Hannah was childless. Not only was she childless, but she had a, a rival wife. Uh, who had had children, and oftentimes in those days, uh, if a man married a woman and she couldn't have children, he would marry a second wife uh, so that he could have children. And apparently she 
had many children. Hannah had none, and she cruelly um, treated her because of this situation in her life, this personal problem. But Hannah took this personal problem to God, and uh, God overcame the challenges in her life through a simple prayer that she prayed to God, and God gave her a son. But God not only gave her a son, through her prayer, God provided a leader for Israel who would actually change the course of Israel's history. If you read the book of Judges, you find that it's one of the darkest books of Scripture as Israel slides farther and farther and farther away from God. Yet through the prayers of Hannah, God provides a leader for his people, a special child. Um, as she's barren, we think of Sarah, we think of uh, Rebecca and others in Scripture who were barren, and God provided a special son. God did this for Hannah through prayer. Sometimes God delays the answers to things because he wants us to give, to give us something special at the right time. Our personal problems can be taken to God in prayer, and God delights to answer. Uh, you remember when Jesus sent Peter to get his tax? Peter said, I don't have money for the tax. Jesus said, go fishing. And Peter pulls the fish up out of the sea, and there is a coin in the mouth of the fish. Just as Jesus said, Jesus said, take it and pay the tax. Uh, God is able to supply our needs. And so we can take these personal problems to God in prayer. Uh, Hannah did this and was blessed because of it. Uh, what else can God overcome through prayer? He can overcome our chosen situation. Our chosen situation. This is a chosen situation not of Hannah, but of God. God had chosen to close her womb. Uh, the Bible doesn't really tell us why. But you can kind of speculate because when Jacob married Rachel and Leah, you remember how that went? He loved Rachel. He didn't love Leah as much. And uh, the Bible says he, God closed Rachel's womb and opened Leah's womb. And it was a way of kind of helping her to have favor with her husband. God was merciful to Leah. I think God's merciful to Penina here. Uh, but possibly God had also told Hannah, I want to use one of your children for a special purpose. And uh, I want him to be in my, my temple, in my, in my tabernacle, and to serve there. Um, even though they lived in the land of Ephraim, chances are this was a Levite family because the Levites lived among the different tribes. And so um, Samuel, God intended to serve in the tabernacle. And so he sends Hannah, to pray for this situation, he closes her womb until she's willing to let Samuel serve in the way that God intended. That's a possibility. We don't know that for sure. And so, she had a chosen situation. Now, how would you like God to have chosen your situation and it's a situation you don't like? God will choose to change a chosen situation from time to time. Even a situation that he himself has chosen to have. 
in a person's life. And so twice it says this. It says the Lord, verse 6, had kept Hannah from conceiving. Um, also it says uh, again that uh, in verse 5 it says uh, Elkanah loved her even though the Lord had kept her from conceiving. And so uh, twice in these two verses it says God did this. God kept her from conceiving. He chose this for her. Um, sometimes I hear people say, well, God is sovereign. You can't change God's mind. Uh, God is, is the sovereign Lord of the universe, and whatever he chooses to do, he's going to do, and, and you have no say in the matter. That's not what Scripture teaches. Can God not also sovereignly choose to respond to the prayers of his people? I believe so. And, uh, and so Hannah brings this situation, a situation that God had chosen for her, and God changes the circumstances through her prayers. Have you ever felt like, God, why, why'd you put me in this situation? Why'd you put me in this family? Why'd you put me in this job? Whatever it might be. Uh, and and you're, you're frustrated by it. Well, don't be too frustrated by it because God always does things with a purpose in mind. He always allows things. The Bible says even the troubles of this life only come if they're necessary, First Peter. And so, uh, but, but you can take these problems to God in prayer. And God can change this chosen situation. Elijah prayed. God had directed him to pray that God would shut the skies and that it would not rain as a judgment. Everybody's looking for Elijah. <laughs> we need something to drink. And... Uh, for three years, they're having to scour. You know, they don't even have water for the livestock. And um, finally, uh, there's repentance after the situation at Mount Carmel. And God says there's going to be a sound of the abundance of rain. And Elijah again prays to God. God sends the rain. Can I tell you, God can change a chosen situation through the response and the prayers of his people. And that's exactly what he did through Elijah. So take your situations, even if you believe, hey, God has put me in this situation, take it to God in prayer. God may just change that situation uh, in answer to your prayer. Also be careful with that. Uh, Adrian, Adrian Rogers used to sometimes say, be careful what you pray, God might give it to you. Uh, it can be a difficult thing. Sometimes we get out of the frying pan into the fire because uh, we're unwilling to be uh, in the center of God's will. So we need to do this with a submissive heart to God. But Hannah had a humility before God. She calls herself your maidservant. And uh, she has a humility and a willingness uh, to follow the Lord and to, to uh, surrender to Him. But she takes this situation to God in prayer. So... Uh, what can God change through prayer? He can change our personal problems, our chosen situation. Uh, thirdly, our troubling grief. Uh, verse 7 says, Year after year, she, when she went up to the Lord's house, her rival taunted her in this way. Hannah would weep and would not eat. Uh, literally, uh, the Hebrew can be translated that she trembled. She was so upset she trembled. You ever been that upset? 
just, just, she's weeping, she's trembling, she won't eat, and uh, she, she's just overwhelmed by the trouble in her life. Have you ever been just so overwhelmed by your trouble that you didn't know which way to turn? You can take that troubling grief to the Lord and He can give you His rest. I love what Jesus says, come unto me. All you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. Uh, so this, this troubling grief can be taken uh, to the Lord. Paul said, uh, we despaired even of life, but we found that there's one who can raise us up from the dead uh, emotionally. And, and praise God that he can do that. What, wherever we may be, whatever pit we may be in, God can lift us up out of our trouble and grief when we bring that grief to him. So uh, take your troubling grief to God in prayer. So what can God overcome as we pray? Our personal problems, our chosen situation, our troubling grief, and our feelings of isolation. Look at verse 8. Hannah, why are you crying? Her husband Elkanah would ask. Why won't you eat? Why aren't you troubled? Or why are you troubled? Am I not better to you than ten sons? So he's, you know, he loves her and he's trying to, to comfort her and, you know, but he can't enter into it because it's a trouble in her heart. And uh, I could imagine she felt isolated. She felt like no one completely understood it. Um, one verse of scripture talks about each man, the troubles of his own heart he bears. Uh, no one can completely understand what we're going through when we're going through a circumstance. Um, each one of us has the pain in our own heart. And sometimes when you're going through a time of pain, you can feel isolated. You can feel like, hey, I'm in this by myself. Uh, Hannah uh, certainly wasn't finding any sympathy from Penina. Her husband didn't really understand. He, he was a man and he had children and uh, he, he didn't understand where she was coming from. Uh, only God could truly understand her heart and know her heart and examine her heart. And um, Jesus had the same situation. What he suffered on the cross, none of us could understand. Uh, it was so great and we couldn't even fathom it. But Jesus bore it. He in the Garden of Gethsemane, he bore uh, the crushing weight of what was yet to come. And then on the cross, he had the wrath and justice of God that he experienced on the cross. And he says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He was isolated there on the cross so that you and I could know fellowship with God. But we can take our feelings of isolation to God in prayer. And God can overcome those things. Um, I am with you, he says to us, and uh, he can comfort us in those times of isolation. I can remember uh, driving down to my first uh, permanent duty base when I was in the Air Force, didn't know a soul, and I was getting there towards the evening, and I, I drove in and uh, ate at a Dairy Queen, got myself a hamburger, and I was thinking, boy, this kind of feels weird. I don't know a soul, 
but guess what? I've got Jesus. And Lord, and I remember I was sitting there eating my hamburger in the Dairy Queen, and I said, I said, God, you know what? I don't know anybody else, but I know you, and you're with me. Thank you that you're with me and that you're going to walk with me through this situation that I'm going through. Uh, we are uh, with the Lord no matter where we may be. Uh, you remember Peter? He gets the unexpected angelic visitor. You might think you're all alone if you're in a prison cell, but not necessarily so. God sent his angel uh, to deliver Peter. He wakes him up. Get up, Peter. Come on with me. The doors open up, and he goes out into the street. The angel disappears. He realizes, oh, that was an angel. Uh, this, this is not a vision. And, uh, and uh, God had delivered him. He came to him in his point of need and was there with him. Uh, God was with Daniel when he was thrown into the lion's den. Uh, talk about alone. You're the one who's getting pitched into the pit with the lions. And, and yet God shut the mouths of the lions. He was with Daniel in the lion's den. And he, he, he was able to help Daniel. And Daniel knew that God was with him. God can overcome our feelings of isolation as we bring those to him in prayer. What personal problems do you have tonight? Perhaps a spiritual problem. Maybe it's a problem in your family. Uh, maybe it's a problem at work. Uh, what chosen situations do you have? You may not even know it's a chosen situation. The only reason we know that this was a chosen situation for Hannah was that the Bible tells us so. Uh, but uh, we all at least know that God has allowed the circumstances that we're in. Uh, what circumstances are you facing? Uh, what problems or challenges? Bring those things to the Lord. What troubling griefs do you have? Maybe it's a pain over a child who's gone astray. Uh, maybe it's, it's, a, it's a grief that you have from a loss of a loved one. Uh, bring those things to the Lord. Uh, and then those feelings of isolation as well. It's an amazing thing. Um, call unto me. The Bible says, and I will answer thee and show the great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Um, as we bring these things to the Lord in prayer, he can minister to us and help us in the circumstances of life. Hannah was in some pretty serious pain, but God reached down into her situation and he gave her peace. And if we'd have read on farther, we'd have seen that uh, once she prays and intercedes and Eli speaks to her and and blesses her, uh, she stands up and the Bible says the countenance of her face was changed. She'd been with God. And now all the troubles that she'd been experiencing, all the circumstances were exactly the same. But now she's been with Jesus. And now she's taken those burdens before the throne. And uh, she has God's peace. And uh, of course God answered her prayer as well. And so uh, bring those things and you can begin to overcome in your life. Whether or not God answers the prayer in the way that you desire, God will help you overcome through the circumstance, even if he doesn't remove the problem. And uh, we can be more than conquerors through him that loved us. Um, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, overcoming through prayer uh, begins with having a relationship with Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that uh, Christ died for sin and was buried and was raised again on the third day according to the scriptures. And so because of what he's done, we can enter into a relationship with Jesus Christ.
through repentance and trust in Jesus, and he'll save our soul. He'll make us his child and give us the ability to come to him with our burdens and concerns. And so if you need to do that tonight, I'm going to invite you here in just a moment uh, to make your way out. Come here to the front where I'll be standing. Uh, perhaps uh, as a Christian tonight, there's some uh, problem that you're facing, a personal problem, or maybe it's a sense of isolation, or one of these other things we've talked about, and you want to come to this altar to pray, or perhaps you'd like prayer here at the front, I'm going to invite you to come, and you respond to the Lord as He leads. Let's pray. Father, we thank You for Your Word. We thank You, Lord, that we can overcome through prayer. We thank You that we're not at the mercy of our circumstances but that just as Jesus walked on the water in the midst of a storm that was uh, causing the disciples all kinds of trouble, uh, so we too can walk on top of our trouble as we put our faith in Him. And so help us do that, God. Help us bring our requests to You and and to pray to You and uh, give us the strength and enablement and the grace to overcome in the circumstances of life. And Father, if there's someone here tonight that doesn't know Jesus Christ, I pray that tonight would be the night they begin a relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. Have your way.